0: Hey there, I'm Tatsu and I'm Jeff and this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts
1: where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way all in service of personal growth. Welcome to Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I am your co-host Tatsu and I'm Jeff and our topic for this week is something that I think is, I know there's a couple sides to this thing and we may often forget about it and just kind of keep it rolling, whether it's positive or negative. The topic of give Give and take. take. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're taught both ways, positive and negative ways. Well, what's your relationship with give and take?
0: Oh man, the first thing I think of when like the image that comes in mind when I hear give and take is like an old school, like little chalkboard, like the size of an iPad or something, and on one side give and the other side take, and then I'm doing like tally marks, mm-hmm. and I'm like mm-hmm. keeping track.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like even if I'm not trying to keep track, like that's the image in my head specifically when you say give and take um mm-hmm. both I guess this would be in like the positive way of like making sure I'm giving
1: mm-hmm.
0: but also probably at some point making sure I'm taking or it's you know reciprocal in mm-hmm. that way of the give mm-hmm. and take mm-hmm. yeah what about you yeah it's
1: the same similar for the most part um especially with like uh Remember Japanese culture, whenever someone brought over a gift that they come visit, they'd always bring some kind of a gift. And I would always remember my mom, always feeling like, like immediately, I gotta, we gotta give something back. So when we go visit them, make sure we, you know, take something. Or whenever we visited someone, we always took a gift. Right. Okay. So so I always felt like my mom was keeping count, keeping score. Mm. Of giving and taking right so i just thought of it as okay it's some kind of a respect thing and a traditional thing and it's just kind of courteous and oh it's a good thing you know keep it keep it going you know um and also in my in my work work days uh i remember one of my bosses that i respect highly he would always talk about give and take with with regard to negotiation and and relationships with customers so that just reinforced that whole um, relationship to this keeping score thing you know so i didn't really think much of it as as except that it was generally a positive thing a positive thing so um and also treat others the way you want to be treated Um, Mm -hmm. so if you're not treated the same way then they're not, you know, you're not taking what what you should be taking, you know, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how it's been growing up, at least.
0: Yeah, and it, I mean, it's such a prickly phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at it now, right? Obviously, years later, and wherever I learned that chalkboard thing, <laughs> wherever that image came from, mm-hmm. it's such a it's almost like an embedded prickliness. Like you can give, but at a certain point you better take. Mm-hmm. Not receive. Mm-hmm. Not hey, let me focus on the giving and at some point it'll come back. Mm-hmm. But no, take. Mm-hmm. Like there's some built-in prickliness or entitlement or resentment in there, in that phrase.
1: I get I I agree. Why isn't it take and give?
0: <laughs> Why wasn't it well, the take first? Then, then, then you just be a jerk. <laughs> yeah, but, if right. you're, but if you're subtly a jerk, it's okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, as 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 children, we were we all we automatically took first. Oh yeah. We took first and then the parents taught us to share. But we took first. <laughs> and some
0: people are still learning how to share. Yeah. Decades later. Yeah, but it's—I mean—I think it's almost like a as a, a trap, right? And I think mm-hmm. even now, like with clients I work with and friends, and yes, at some point you need to make sure, like, you know, you're moving your personal needle forward. Mm-hmm. But the most successful people I know are always looking at how they can give, mm-hmm. knowing deep down that at some point it'll come back. And that's not why they give. That's mm-hmm. a byproduct of them giving. Right. And the ones that are either struggling on the other side or caught in the middle, um, working their way to what they deem successful are the ones that like give and then like the next day, they're like, all right, what am I getting? Right. <laughs> and then there's a little bit of like, hey, I'm going to plant these seeds and then 10 hours later, I'm going to check to see what's growing there.
1: Mm -hmm. Right.
0: And I think it comes from this give and take thing. I think it comes from this tick, you know, tit for tat transactional Mm -hmm. math that we've created. And we were, we were taught either Mm -hmm. consciously or subconsciously that, Hey, if we do this thing, conditions will say that we'll get something back. Right. And, you know, I know I'm guilty of this in, you know, relationships, like in, especially like marriage, Mm -hmm. all this creative math that Mm. you know we you and i would call these like covert contracts right that Mm. we make that probably Mm. stem from this silly nonsense we were taught when we were little kids right and it gets in the way right of like joy right because all right you do that thing and then you're kind of pissed off that she didn't get something back Right. Like experiencing the joy of what you did and what that did for that person, but also giving does a lot for the giver.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But
0: all of that goes by the wayside because we're thinking about what and when are we going to get ours.
1: Right. That expectation is the trap. That expectation of that of the outcome. Yep. Right. As opposed to staying focused on the giving part itself because it brings you some sort of inherent joy and fulfillment. Um, similar to like effort in school. Just work hard, study hard, forget about the grade. That's not what we're taught. We're working hard to get the grade. And if we don't get the grade, then we're scolded or we're, we're, we're perceived as dumb or whatever. There's this, there's this a trap, the trap of, outcome as well as expectation is, is a very, very dangerous trap.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can probably every single part of my life where I was not happy was built on a faulty expectation.
1: Mm-hmm. Me
0: too. And then the ones that were built on expectations that had a little bit more ground because we all have expectations, right? Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. but are they actually like fair expectations, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, I don't know, like we do a lot of networking, right? And if we're involved in a networking group and and we're there for a year, two years, three years and we're not, and we're giving and we're giving and we're enjoying the experience and we're not necessarily like getting what we want out of it. Well, it's something to look at, right? And Mm -hmm. obviously we would probably look like ourselves first but maybe that, that might not be the space for us, mm-hmm. right? But if we went in there after a month, yeah. knowing that in what we do, it's relationship building, it takes a lot of time to build trust, that's a faulty expectation. Mm-hmm. And my experience is a lot of us, myself included, when I get caught in that trap, it is we're coming from that faulty expectation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly like having people check my feed, like, hey, am I crazy? Or should I get 50 clients in four weeks? And of course, people are laughing, right? And I'm laughing because I'm saying it out loud, right? But it's important, I think, this give and take thing that we're talking about, what's really underneath that is authentic, genuine relationships is to bounce how we're feeling off of people. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, we don't actually know what's true
1: right right yeah man that and a lot of people i do see people come in you know to our business networking groups or our chapters and stuff and you know it's like i don't think it's working for me like within less than a year i don't think it's working for me i'm not getting enough business here or whatever right and if there's, there's multiple things that are tied as well, is such as level of faith. If you don't have a lot of faith means that you don't have much of a, a it's going to be very tricky to develop a, a, an abundance mindset. It's the scarcity mindset that's going to make us want to like jump ship quick or um, just give up because stuff isn't coming as expected in a timely manner or in a, in quantity wise. So I, I, I tend to check my, my own level of faith when I start falling into that trap too, whether it's business related or, you know, personal related, it's like, okay, here I go falling into that trap again. You know, how do I cultivate deeper faith with myself? Because that, that, man, that transactional nature, it just it feels icky to me. Now that I'm much more aware of it, it just seems so, it just feels very superficial and icky that this hidden agenda is there underneath all the the stuff that I've created that, oh, no, it's all about giving. It's all about coming from the heart and authentic, authentic expression and all that. And underneath it, it's like, no, but if I'm not getting what I what I want or what I deserve, um, then I get frustrated or whatever. It's like, it just feels icky, man. I don't, I don't like that feeling. so many distractions these days, it may be challenging to stay focused and committed to living with intention. Good habits are more critical than ever before. Check out Winning Habits by Jeff Miller, a former tennis pro and top tier life and business coach. Jeff shares priceless experience and wisdom. Check it out on amazon.com.
0: Yeah, well, it's like once you know, you know, right? Like I think before we knew that depth was possible and real relationships were possible. It's like I have no problem with the actual transaction part of relationships when they're built on relationship. Mm -hmm. And the only time I have an issue is when it's simply transactional and there's a transaction. You know, it's like, oh, well, this is only like I'm a number or I don't feel appreciated here. Right. And there's no relationship there. Um, mm-hmm. Cause look, and, and nowadays, like we didn't do business with anybody. Like there's very little barrier to do mm-hmm. business with people and to exchange, you know, money for goods and services and even friendships. Right. That's time. Well, I place a high value on time. So if I can be friends with anyone and I don't feel like, like we're at the same level and that's okay then we can be like acquaintances, right? But yeah, it does feel like there's a big piece missing when it's only transactional
1: mm-hmm.
0: for whatever, like in all my relationships. Mm. Um, probably the only ones that stay transactional would be like legal and a lot of doctors that I go to, right? It's like, I might not have an interest in building that relationship or I try to avoid seeing them as much as possible. Right. <laughs> but it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like there's a lot of depth that gets missed mm-hmm. because of that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. because it stays in that transactional zone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, like, there's a lot of, um, a lot of thought leaders that that talk about it a lot, a lot on social media about this subject in general, and just be, be giver, be a giver, be a servant. Right and I think it's great. It's a, it's a great message. It's just being very aware of the the hidden agenda underneath. If you are programmed to be a give and taker, a transactional um, way of being, then all of this stuff about I'm out there serving, I'm out there giving, you know, that could just be a cover, just a mask. To what the hidden agenda is, and if that's the case, then the way the energy that you're putting off when you are doing your serving, when you are doing your giving, it's gonna not be very much. It's not gonna be very powerful, right? But it, it could be a subtle, subtle awareness of, of of that energy coming out. Like, yeah, it might light you up when you're talking to people and you know sharing and and, and giving and all. At the same time, it's there's gonna be a point when the the, the the quote unquote fruits of your labor don't come in at an expected time. And that's when it's like, okay, how are you being, you know, are you really, are you really, a, 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 have you really embodied what, what servant, you know, being a servant or a servant leader or being a giver has, you know, you know what that's all about. Have you really embodied it? Um, and oftentimes I think there's a lot of people that, that have not including myself. I catch myself a lot too, you know? Um, I want to be, I I strive to be, but it's tricky, man. This is a very tricky one.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're taught to survive. like Mm -hmm. Cave men and women were taught to survive in different Mm -hmm. ways, but we're taught. So innately that's kind of in our DNA. At the end of the day, we've got to survive, which is correct. You need to survive. So I think sometimes we go to that extreme survival tactic Mm -hmm. in other places, Mm -hmm. which would make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, sometimes that might need to happen. Um, And other times and most times probably not. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the main thing of that around that is probably awareness, right? And then choice. A lot of times, even when people are aware, they think they have no choice. We always have choices. And Mm -hmm. multiple choices. Mm
1: -hmm. We
0: might not like them, but they are choices. There are tons of choices out there.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's what it comes down to, right? This idea of who do I want to be? What do I need around that? And how can I practice this? No one's going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nobody. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: we're going to fail. We're going to mess up as we define it. Great. What can we learn from that? and what do we need moving forward?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a there's a sister to give and take, which is allowing and receiving mm-hmm. And allowing inherently is surrendering. If someone takes from you, you're you're essentially giving to them and accept that you're allowing it and then you know the receiving end is like okay how are we are we fully receiving what's coming to us or and that that's a whole different conversation about like not being able to take compliments fully or you know receive gifts fully or you know if we're programmed like myself i was to be such a giver then you know receiving help or receiving stuff Maybe a sign of my own weakness or whatever right like the, and that, that that's a whole different conversation but um allowing and receiving also is a very interesting when when, when we get that mixed up give take allow and receiving if we get those mixed up uh it could really get very confusing
0: <laughs> well yeah and again it goes back like the hilarious thing is you know we're taught to kind of be this transactional type of person and overgeneralizing not everyone's taught that but you and i were taught that uh in the subconscious mm-hmm. way and we suck at receiving mm-hmm. something yeah. we're actually keeping score four is a thing we actually can't be with mm. yeah so i yeah. know you, you've done a good amount of work with that um mm what insights do you have for us around your relationship uh, with receiving? Parents, are you looking for books to support your children in self-awareness and consciousness? you look no further than Listen by Tatsu Fushimi and illustrated by Brittany Vu. And a little reminder, written by Tatsu Fushimi and illustrated by Julie Wells. These are great books that can support your children's journey. Available on Amazon and barnesandnobles.com.
1: Man, it's... Receiving is, is part of the, the feminine energy as opposed to giving is, is the masculine energy. And I think it's, it's a constant practice. It's a constant practice noticing where I feel uncomfortable when I'm receiving. Um, as something as simple as a compliment. I never was able to receive a compliment fully. Someone would say, oh, man, uh, you did such a great job. I'm like, nah, it's, you know, it was, it was nothing or whatever. They kind of just shutting it down. Um, And I, I, that picked, I got, I picked that up from my parents for sure. Um, But being able to just shut up and just receive it and just say, thank you or receive a gift, like, just to say thank you and just shut up. Um, none of this fake humbleness, you know, coming out of my mouth, just like shut up, receive it and like fully receive it into my heart as, as deeply as I can. That's that's like an ongoing practice, but it's it's very different because when you give or when I give something to someone and for them to the depth of how they take it in, I could sense that. And it makes me feel like my gift was more valued depending on how deep they take it. You know. Um, so it it, it goes both ways, but it's a it's a conscious practice that um lasts at least very, very mindfully last year and a half, especially being, you know, being able to hang out with you guys at your your house and uh, with my sister in her house and her and her kids, and just just being fully. You know, practicing receiving um, with humility. That's like true humility to be able to just receive it and not just be thankful and grateful and appreciative, you know, like deep in my heart. Like that's none of this fake. Oh no, no, no. I'm 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 good. You know, thanks for your help. Thank uh but I'm good, you know, like none of that nonsense. Um but man, it's made me feel whole a lot more whole than I ever have hmm. being able to balance those energies out with this receiving side. And it's a, especially for, a uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say just a male, an Asian male too. Um, culturally it's just not something that we're taught to do, but it's made me feel so much whole, so much more whole because of it.
0: Yeah, yeah man. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, right? Like, I think if you boil down all of these things, right? Like, it's the projections that we put on ourselves and how we think it makes us feel and look to other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like receiving, I can see how that could be perceived as weakness mm-hmm. in, in certain groups. Mm hmm. But it robs people of experiencing all of the emotions and the be with, right? For always giving and never receiving. Mm -hmm. And again, the hilarious thing is then we become resentful.
1: Mm -hmm. I've Mm -hmm. been there
0: before, you know? And so it's like a really advanced way to Mm -hmm. self-sabotage our possibility and, and who we are and who we can be right you know I, I mean receiving is still definitely something i'm working on um and allowing mm-hmm. but it's i'm just not used to being on that side of the coin yeah there's some you know some people who obviously i receive from but i'm much more time spent giving time mm-hmm. energy resources whatever the thing is mm-hmm. uh And being intentional, right? Like, like actually being with, oh, I'm actually allowing the receiving of this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not just skipping over it.
1: Right. Right. And it's like, for example, the idea of help, right? Giving help and receiving or taking help, right? Giving help and taking help, right? Taking help being asking for help asking for help and almost like commanding the help but that's in that's within the relationship as you said earlier right. right to even ask for help if you know if we're not practiced at asking for help then automatically the give and take energy is already off balance because we're not even asking for it right um but in, in that same time if we're not asking for help then we don't know the depth of the relationship. Right, because if the relationship was deep, then the other person would all, for sure, want to give help right. as much as we would want to give help to 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 that person. Right. So it's like we're blocking ourselves from the depth of relationship by focusing too much or leaning too much on one one end or the other. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, are we aware of it, and can we practice that? If depth of relationship is really what we truly want at the end of the day not just some outcome of, you know, material gain or, you know, accolades or whatever. Right.
0: Yeah. And I can speak for myself. Like, I don't want to ask for help most of the time just from an automatic standpoint, because that's a weakness. Mm. Now I don't agree with that, but I can tell you that's probably where I'm coming from in that moment. (laughs) Um, And then secondarily, what if you get denied the help?
1: Right, right. What does that mean about you, right? Yeah.
0: So now are you weak? Now you're weak and pathetic. <laughs> right. And, you know, then then I'd be like, well, see, this is why I don't ask for help, right? It, like proves the theory, right? Right. But in reality, like, I don't know, that person might be busy at that very moment you ask for help. Or they might be going through something or maybe it's something they physically can't do, right? Like, I can't ask Steph to lift a piano with me she might want to help all she wants but that is not going to happen right so again i think it's it's just a lot of noticing and then like experimenting like yeah you might get denied and mm-hmm. it might not have anything to do with you or it might i don't know right <laughs> but we're so careful about some of these choices because again at the end of the day i think it's a we think it's a bigger reflection on us than it actually is
1: Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And so we keep score. So we make up nonsense phrases like give and take. Mm. Mhm. Right. So that we can say at the end of the day, oh, it's a fair experience or a fair relationship right. or compatible or dot dot dot. Right. When at the end of the day, to your point, we haven't really tested the relationships. We don't actually know if they're compatible.
1: Mhm
0: they're only compatible on a transactional level. Mm -hmm. Right. Things get tested, we don't actually know. Right, right. So again, we kind of went around the bend on a bunch of things, but if you were to kind of sum up to all listeners, like what's one thing they could take on from this conversation that maybe could further explore this on their own what do you have for them?
1: I would say, um, which one are you less practiced at? So, giving or taking, or allowing or receiving, um, which which energy, right? And the one that you feel less less practiced at, or i.e., more uncomfortable doing. Um, Push on that edge a little bit more practice doing it a little bit more um, and do it with start off with uh, like a closer relationship, whoever. It doesn't matter who it, who it is, but if you're if you're not as practiced, or if you're more uncomfortable receiving or taking, then practice that with that person. Ask for something. Ask for something. Um yeah. How about you?
0: Yeah, I like that. I'm just going to hedge my bet and say most people are not as comfortable receiving. <laughs> so uh, practice, and I'm going to take this on too, is ask three people for help in some way, shape, or form. Mm. I like it. Yeah. We'll put a deadline on it in the next week of them hearing this podcast. Hmm. Got seven days to ask three people for help. Nice. And can't explain it. Don't preface it. Don't be like this crazy bald guy and Japanese American left-handed guy said <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, so I have to do this. No, just straight up ask mm-hmm. and see what comes up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Get out up, get all up in that uncomfortableness.
0: Right. Jump off. <laughs> nope, no parachute needed there. Yeah, Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to wrap. And uh, as always, we appreciate the comments, the feedback. A lot of our topics are generated from listeners who suggest them. And uh, reach out. Reach out to all the socials, button down the basketball shorts, and uh, JeffMillerCoaching.com. And it's been a pleasure as usual, my friend. Likewise, brother. Thank you for checking out this episode
1: of Butt Downs and Basketball Shorts.
0: And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share. And we'll see you on the next one.